I had my hair cut the other week and literally it's just grown back. I'm like, do I have to go back again already? But I do. This is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sheer Isolation with myself, John in Cricklade, and Kieran is over in Trowbridge. Hello, Kieran. Hello, John. How are we doing? Why are we singing? That's absolutely marvellous, John. My sense of smell has completely come back now that I've been using the oil stuff that you were using previously. So um, I'm delighted. I can now smell my own farts. It's brilliant. That's wonderful. So for people who are new to the show, we are two men <laughs> approaching middle-agedness and we both have issues with our sinuses. We've got issues with our sinuses. We've got polyps. We've got dad bods. Uh, we've got um, really terrible haircuts. What else is going on with this, John? I thought my hair was looking pretty good. And I like, <laughs> literally like yesterday, I had a big operation on my sinuses. So I'm feeling very rough, but I will get through this. But Kieran, as health aside, it's been an exciting week because I know that you have been to your first indoor gig. I did. I went to Cheese and Grain and Froom and I went with a couple of friends. I went with your, your girlfriend, John. I went with your, treated your girlfriend to a night out. You did. With... Thank you for that. <laughs> and we went to watch Billy Lunn from the Subways perform the solo set at the Cheese and Grain. Um, and the whole thing was marvellous. The venue have taken the whole COVID situation very seriously. They've got new aircon in there. So it's fresh, it's clean, it's very spacious. Their, their crew and staff are on point. Um, the whole thing was done exceptionally well. So if you were worried about going to gigs and you want to go somewhere safe, the cheese and grain is setting the standard. They're absolutely fantastic. I, I, I had a night out as well. I went to the theatre of all places, the barn in, in Sarancester. went to see a, a one-woman monologue called A Russian Doll. Really interesting. Oh, cool. A little bit highbrow for this podcast, I know, but I thought I'd mention it since I've not been to a proper music gig. All art is, is, is worth talking about. All, yeah, even theatre, even Russian monologues are worth talking about. No, it, it was, you would, you'd love it, actually, Kieran. It's uh, based on a true story about um, a Russian student who ends up being working in one of the Russian troll factories, like the social media trolling factories. Oh, and, really? and the way that oh. her and her team swayed the Brexit referendum. I would, that sounds amazing. It, it's on in Barn Theatre for a couple of weeks, I think, and then they're going up to London. Incredible. I'm going to look that up. Thank you, John, for that top twip. Right, right got, onwards. As always, we've got a guest on um show. We are being joined by uh, Lorena. I don't know her surname because um, I've never met her, but uh, you know more about her. <laughs> Lorena Pino Bontilia. Um, she's a Venezuelan um, lady who lives in Trowbridge and runs the Trowbridge Film Club, effectively. And as we'll, just, we'll hear in a minute, it will happen very naturally and organically. And it really is the multicultural success story that Trowbridge is basically trying to be. And I'm going to damn well make sure it succeeds. That was a really interesting interview. So, yeah, hang on for that. We'll be going over that shortly. First off, we're and going for any, to... anyone um... who's worried, she actually talks faster than I do. So good luck with that. Time for a track anyway, and um, yes, uh, one of your choices, which is Albion Band, which is a band I do not know anything about. So again, I'm just going to have to hand over to you, Fountain of All Knowledge, Mr. Moore. <laughs> so the Albion Band are a British folk band um, who have been going since folk was invented. And ultimately, what they were, they, they were set up to give all the sort of big folk musicians of the day an opportunity to play together. As a result, if you look on the Wikipedia page for the Albion Band, the past members is like 100 members long. Everybody who is anybody have played in the Albion Band. 
and they play songs written by various members over the years. So there's no one consistent songwriter either. The whole thing is a real celebration of uh, British folk music. So we've picked a track called Ragged Heroes. track is ragged heroes by the albion band and uh, i think you should watch this space because there might well be wink wink a local gig happening at some point this year wink wink i knew you would have picked it for a reason it just wasn't just an out the blue random selection off your shuffle list was it no no there's definitely some there are plans afoot john wonderful kieran have you got any product placement has your um sewer album arrived it has not, my sewer album has not arrived, and I'm very annoyed, but I've got something better than that. I've got the first ever Trowbridge 
community newspaper. It's called Celebrate. Uh, the artwork is done by a local artist called Samuel Lindop. He's quite well known and famous in Trowbridge. And his art in this instance is psychedelic Beatles. It's amazing. Um, he is a fantastic artist. Uh, but basically, this is a, a newspaper, local newspaper designed at celebrating all the wonderful things that are happening in Trowbridge. There's eco stuff in there. There's music in there. There's visual arts. There's film. There's all sorts. I've done a lovely little article about my involvement with Trowbridge. And I can tell you now they've got enough content for another dozen magazines. So really worth picking up a copy. It's really fantastic. And I, what I love about it, John, it smells it smells like paper. I know it sounds like a really weird thing, but I can remember buying the NME or the Melody Maker and them smelling like this. And also, you, if you read the magazine, you read the newspaper, afterwards you've got inky fingers. There's just something so lovely about that that you just don't have scrolling your phone. So. I love it. I love all of it. I was just going to say, it, it's refreshing to see an actual physical paper and a, a new yeah. physical paper coming out when, yeah. when so many community art and entertainment magazines are, are going virtual now. Yeah, well, what, the whole it's a lovely story, actually, because um, so Trowbridge Town Hall, uh, they apply for grant money to, to achieve certain projects. And this whole newspaper has been edited uh, by Bath University students who are basically doing journalism. So Trowbridge Town Hall applied for a grant, got given a grant. They've then used the, the, the students to actually put what they're learning into practice in a, in a commercial, professional way. So this is the first one they've ever done. So they're, they're, I think they might well be doing it as part of their coursework. But effectively, it's a professional standard magazine and it's completely free. So, yeah, it, there is a reason why it exists. I don't think it's going to be permanent, but who knows if it's really, really successful, maybe it will. Uh, but what I can tell you it is worth picking up. And I, I, yeah, it's great. Really okay. nice. Right, well, um, talking of Trowbridge Town Hall, this is where our guest for this week is coming from, who is uh, Lorena Pino Montilla. She is behind a film club. It's kind of a multicultural film club, I suppose you could call it. Yeah, very much so. So, it, you know, it started off as a way of getting people who couldn't speak English together to learn how to speak English and, and sort of making friends within a, a foreign community. And it's grown into a safe space for particularly women to experience each other without having to go down the pub which I think is wonderful it's also really expressive it's really creative uh, as you will hear Lorena is incredibly passionate um, she's all those wonderful things that I think represent Trowbridge as a whole I'm going to go to the first film of the new season so I'm really looking forward to it so tell us what you do at Trowbridge Town Hall what is it what's your passion what is it you do well, hello, thank you, John. Thank you, Kieran. Well, I've been living in Trowbridge 10 years now. Uh, this summer will be 10 years. Um, when I moved to the UK, I started to looking for who I can get involved in the community, you know, what I can connect with people, who I can know my community. The town hall came because the first really community engagement uh, I got to trying to find my place in the society was through music. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I'm coming from the library and see a, a flyer, and that flyer say Trowbridge Song Project. I started to work in that community project, and that was fantastic. It was a moment when opened my doors to many other things here in the town, in, in the community. That was the commission of that project was uh, meet people from different countries, interview them, and asking about their traditional songs. The songs from songs from childhood, songs that are then traditional songs from their own countries. 
And the people, some of them very brave, starting to sing that songs for you in their original languages. So that was amazing. kind of an amazing thing. Open yeah. my eyes in this way. I am new into music. I never was a musician, but I love music, you know, I appreciate the art. So that connection about how people remind home through music and their own childhood songs, lullabies or no lullabies, songs that mean something for them was very meaningful. At the same time, I was volunteering from the very beginning I moved to here from Bath Film Festival doing everything, trying to show, yes, I can go in with the flyers. Yes, I can be very stewarding. Yes, I sell tickets and obviously watching films. So ah. that stayed with me as well. One day, the Buff Film Festival brings, now it's called Film Buff, a film from Venezuela, my country. The very first time they screen a film from Venezuela. I went there in winter or late autumn very cold, horrible weather, and I entered to that. Yeah, there was, you know, I entered to that screening room. I think well, there was in the little theater in Bath. I went with a friend, a British friend. Suddenly, that is, that film started, and I traveled home. I traveled home. I listened my, the the noises of the little birds that you don't listen here. There was another little birds. You listen the 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 buses, the people, your language, your your colloquial way to speak. Um that's the way with me as well, like a way, because my, my friend was very impressed. Oh, what noise? <laughs> How <laughs> noise is that? Oh, it's too, yeah. And I, we traveled Caracas in that film. Coming past the time with the multi-faith forum and the women's group from women's mainly learning English from different communities, because Strawbridge has 76 languages, you know that? <laughs> I didn't know it was 76. I knew it was a lot, but that's incredible. Yeah, I learned that with the Strawbridge on project. And then many, many women with less English than me, than me uh, starting to learn English thanks to the Multifaith Forum. It was a, a women's group. One day for International Women's Day, the chair of the group allowed me to organize a film screening because I was, I want to do something with films. For, I want to do something with films. And that was the way. When I back wow. to the town hall, because we in the town hall do many of the rehearsals yeah. of the some project, we back to the town hall. At that time, the former director Tracy allowed us to make this screening. I yeah. found everything with the help of Chris Baker from the film buff, film buff. Yes, and then we show the film more than eighty women from different backgrounds wow. with little English, no English. Doesn't yeah. matter if you read the titles or not, watch the film. All people was happy, enjoying. And that was the birth of getting together through films. That was a little personal project showing films to connect a little bit to what was the trope, the Trobrison project, but with films, you know what I mean? So bringing a little bit people together, touching them in their hearts, in their minds, in their memories, by using those images from films that are from their communities. That's a truly amazing story. And it, I mean, it's touched me in many ways because I'm trying to do a similar thing but with music myself. I'm trying to engage in these communities. And just seeing that you've been, you've been able to do it in Trowbridge gives me a lot of faith that I can do it and I can achieve similar things. So, oh, obviously, yes. Um, but believe me, I am yeah. speaking to you. In the process of 10 years, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. You, you put this fantastic project together to, to bring people who wouldn't necessarily form a group in, into a group and have, have your own little 
micro community, as it were. How has the last year been for for yourself and and these people who haven't been able to mix? Have have you been able to stay in touch online? Have you been able to do any kind of virtual meetings? Obviously, we couldn't do anything else in person because COVID. Yes, I attend some meetings, but it has been hard, you know. Some of these communities, some of them elderly people, you know, some of them don't have too much access to computer or, you know, need some support with them. Yeah, many people got a little bit in their own, you know. So now, after all this, we need to, like, a coming back to to get together, you know, and it's a, a slow process. I was told once that you did a film that was specifically for Muslim women. And my understanding of it was that some of these women weren't able to access entertainment or anything outside of their families because of the way that their religion works. And obviously what you were able to do was give those people an opportunity to meet new friends and mingle, which otherwise would have been denied to them. So those films can, are really can be quite life-changing, can't they? We create like a safe space, you know, yeah. uh, when the people feel confident that you can go, that you can be in your own environment. But at the same time, sometimes we cannot judge those communities that are not same, same like yours because they as well have their own parties. They as well have their time. They have their good time, you know. Sometimes it's in front of our eyes that we see in that way. But I will say they are um, was like a giving the chance to experiment in something different. You yes, know? I absolutely love it. And it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, so you're about to announce or you've just announced a brand new programme of films at the Town Hall. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and particularly the first film and when when is that happening? Well, thank you. Yes, this is very important because now this is a new stage. Before, that was more appealing to these communities and getting together through films. That was the, the name. Now, many things have changed, you know, or oh, it's natural through the time. Um, now the request was to do a weekly offer. We'll be starting on the 4th of June as half seven, mm-hmm, half 7 p.m., the idea is to do a weekly program every Friday, half 7 p.m. at the town hall. For now, the tickets are only five pounds, and we are starting with Sound of Metal. Tell, us, pro- tell us about this film, because <laughs> I, I, I know about this film. <laughs> so we are doing a little everything. We are starting with Sound of Metal. It's a drama. It's a mu- um, film based on music. It's a fictional story, but based in something that it looks like a kind of common in drummers that is uh, affecting the hearing. So um, that was originally a documentary of someone who was a, a situation like that with a hearing loss, but finishing being now a fictional story, vaguely based on a, on a true story. So this is a story of a musician, a young musician, metal, <laughs> a heavy metal musician with a girlfriend that is a singer, and they're going in a caravan traveling touring around and suddenly he experimenting the hearing problem so i don't want to tell you all the story but just wanted to say it's a film about facing loss in general facing the loss of your senses i think we've been through a period we we having many of us losing things but this is something really related to well the loss of a sense and the idea is to show this film full caption to as well to try to attract those 
audience as well, in case someone is interested in watching, will be full caption. And the captions as well, not only are for people who cannot hear, there's as well like people like me sometimes that get a struggle with the second language and you have of the opportunity to, to read, can benefit to many people. So that is the idea to do. So that's incredible. So you're not, it's not just about watching the film. It's also about making it accessible to other people. And, and really, I mean, that is just truly wonderful. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm hoping that anybody that hears this is able to sort of go away and tell somebody they might know that might well be some way impaired so that can, this is an accessible thing for them. And yeah, that- it's, it's the idea as well. It's a very interesting story about um, adaptation, something very important in these times, how you adapt, how you can rehabilitate, how you can to adapt to the new circumstances in your life. Then we have a horror film by British director, very, very interesting, that is Sang Mount. Then we oh. have a film, a documentary in Spanish with English subtitles called The Mole Agent. And then we have Minari, uh, closing the June offer. So, um, Lorena, if people want to find more information about the films, is, do you have a website? Yeah, all the information is in the website of Strawberrystone Hall, that is strawberrystonehall.com. So all the information is there. When the people enter in the website, just come select what's on and then select film because it's a big offer that on Hall at the moment yes. have music that you know very well about that. <laughs> of course. You have a cover, a performance as well, comedy. So um, you select film and you're going to see the four auctions for June. Fantastic. Press for more details. Um, the trailers are there. So the people get a lot with the trailers. Well, Lorena, I'm really looking forward to that. I believe that my wife and I are planning on coming to the metal film, your very first one. We're going to come to that. And Thank we're you. To, and I'm very, very, very much looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. No, and all are welcome. <laughs> Un mismo sol Entre millones de corazones Que palpitan con fuerza Y hacen que la tierra tiembla Gente que está cansada De que si es miseria y guerra urbana Gente que trabaja y piensa Trabaja y piensa Que trabaja duro y sin recompensa Sin recompensa Paciencia y esperanza Que sabe que las cosas buenas llegan Pero suelen ser las que matan Esta gente quiere echar pa' afuera La ignorancia, la corruptela Y la flojera Que son las peores consejeras Y esa misma gente quiere que la tierra tiembla Y esa misma gente quiere que la tierra tiembla Pa' que se caigan los mal parados Que traban la puerta Traban la puerta Que traban la puerta 
Traban la puerta. Traban la puerta. Da que se vayan esos vampiros. Así se abran nuevos caminos. La tierra tiembla. La tierra tiembla. La tierra tiembla. La tierra tiembla. Yo no me voy de aquí hasta que revienta. Yo no me voy de aquí hasta que revienta. Tengo un ancestro africano, tengo un hermano latinoamericano. Tengo un primo al que le llaman y doña no entiende de racismo, solo pide que le dejen tranquilo. Y mientras tanto, el norte sigue mirando hacia abajo y el sur se ve más a sí mismo y se está hinchando. ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué pasa? track on behalf of Lorena because um ultimately she she couldn't pick a track so we sent her some suggestions and she said oh yeah she said actually I want you to play this one so she sent us a track by a band called the C4 Trio featuring Horacio Blanco de Dotren Publico this is a track called Tambala Alakeo we play Anybody? all sorts on here though don't we we do play all sorts. We've got proper trad folk this week. So we've got some ethnic trad folk from Venezuela. We've got some British trad folk. Don't ever let anybody say that we don't do anything about our British roots because we do. <laughs> but yes, if anybody's listening and I've mispronounced that, feel free to write in and tell me. Off. Right, we've got a little bit of news. Um, two news stories caught my eye. First off about Glastonbury, which I've, I saw that you were, yeah. <coughs> you, you had a few choice words <laughs> to say about them. But also on the positive side, download is being resurrected for this year. Uh, I missed start? Right, well, let's start with Glastonbury. So Glastonbury is obviously the biggest and most famous festival in the world. I say biggest, biggest in terms of stature, not necessarily capacity. So it's the biggest festival in the world. It's the most famous festival in the world. They chose to do a digital live stream festival. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a wonderful way of engaging people. They chose to do it the very first weekend that venues were legally allowed to be open. So what they're effectively saying is, this is what Glastonbury Festival are effectively saying. They're saying, stay indoors. So, the, the, you know, the whole industry is on its knees. Venues are doing their absolute best, like the cheese and grain, doing absolute best to make sure spaces are safe for people to go to. And Glastonbury have kicked away the ladder. So I'm very upset about that. Um, and they've done the exact same thing for when venues officially reopen properly 
in June. They're also doing another live stream, not to mention the fact that their live stream they did was a horrific pickle. I don't know who the hell they got in to organise that, but the ticket system didn't work. The people they charged tickets couldn't gain access, so they made the whole thing three, meaning everybody that paid a ticket will now not get, you know, not getting value for money. And then they announced that as soon as that happens, they were going to then just put it back onto BBC anyway. So you didn't even need to buy a ticket. You needed to wait a week and just listen to it on the BBC. So the whole thing was just awful. I'm not impressed. Um, hopefully they'll have sorted a few problems out by June. So <laughs> there you go, John. That's one thought. We're not going to have time to fit in the stuff about download. No, we're not. So we'll, cut, we'll do that in the next one. Cool. All right. Shareisolation at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, send us some videos, send us some tunes. Kieran, you're just you're so happy. I don't know why you're happy because you're off to another gig, aren't you? So I, I, I just I just love the fact that it's just like slag off Glastonbury. I love Glastonbury, by the way, but slag off Glastonbury. And that's a wrap. That's in the can. It's done. That, that is it. Right. We'll be back same time next week. Kieran, thank you for joining me. Take care, mate. I'll see you very, very soon. You will do indeed. See you later, bud. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> get get oh, to your crazy. gig, man. See you later. Cheers. I'll see you, man. Bye.